G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Many Australians have heard of Liberia. It's a West African nation that was founded in 1822 with great hope and aspirations as a colony for freed slaves from North America. But today it is beset with many social and economic challenges. One statistic says that 75% of all women in Liberia will suffer sexual assault. But into this context and backdrop, the light of heaven still shines faith, hope and love into people's lives. And one ministry that brings healing and restoration is Home of Hope Liberia. Its founder and leaguer, Margot Biggs, joins me now. Margot, welcome. Hi, Andrew. Thanks so much for having me. Our pleasure, Margot. Tell us about the work that Home of Hope does in Liberia. Okay, so Home of Hope is a crisis women's shelter. So we take in women that are living on the street or homeless in various ways. We take in victims of domestic violence. Um, Basically, any woman that's in crisis and needs somewhere to stay, we will take them in and we look after them for three to six months. And during that time, provide them with various types of, you know, rehabilitation and then, and lots of love, (laughs) and then help them basically resettle back into the community when their time's up. Sounds like a very, very powerful ministry. So how did you start Home of Hope? So I... My husband and I lived as missionaries in Liberia for some years and I was actually a nurse working at the local mission hospital and I kept noticing young women who just didn't have a safe place to go or live. Many would say, oh, I've been just sleeping on someone's veranda, uh, I've been sleeping in the swamp. They would come in beaten like savagely by their husband or partner, whoever they're living with and I would say, where are you going when you leave here? straight back to that person because there was simply no other option. And I actually looked around for some sort of women's home and there was none. So I got together with the Liberian social worker there and we opened a home. So we are providing a place for these women who have no safe place to go. And then, uh, and, and whilst they're there, we will help them We will give them vocational training in something so that they can learn how to earn their own income. We also do trauma healing classes, which is really important because they're generally very traumatized. Um, And we just feed them and clothe them and love them. All my staff are Christians and we, you know, the girls go to church on Sunday, Bible study Wednesday, daily devotions. Um, It's a Christian ministry and it's just so high impact. And it sounds like you're covering all bases there. You're looking after their emotional health, their mental health, their physical safety and well-being, yeah. and their spiritual health. And it's always encouraging to hear when a charity or an organisation like yours, which is obviously doing such a great work, is also meeting their spiritual needs. Yeah, that's right. That's one of my main 
focuses, well, it's, it's one of my most important priorities. And I've said to my staff, what is the point of helping someone in a humanitarian way in this life if when they die, they don't go to heaven? You know, if they, if they don't hear about Jesus, it's almost pointless, you know? And so that's a big priority for us. There was a moment in time where I could see the need. This is before we opened, but there was a girl who came into the hospital who tipped me over the edge to saying, right, we have to open some sort of home. Yeah, so obviously there was a story to that girl that really touched you. Yeah, so Princess was 16 years old, an orphan, um, no siblings. She had one relative, which was her grandfather, um, and she was living with him out in a, a isolated village. She was very unhappy. Um, and so long story short, she ran away from home into the city, Monrovia. She met a boy. They fell in love. Inevitably, she ended up pregnant. The boy then decided he didn't want anything to do with her anymore. She was on her own, homeless, alone, pregnant, couldn't go back to her grandfather. He wouldn't have her. She ended up trying to give birth at home with a friend. When I say home, it's somebody's couch. The friend could see she was getting into trouble with her labour, so brought her into the mission hospital. Um, where I met her. So sadly, when she arrived at the hospital, she had been in labour for a very long time and the baby had sadly passed away. But she survived and she was left just sitting in hospital. She couldn't pay the bills, so she wasn't allowed to leave. 16 years old, absolutely no one to to love or help or be with her and grieving her, her daughter who she'd lost. And that was the day that I, I said, right, that's it. We need a home for women. Um, and then the rest of history, we made it happen. So, But there's so many other girls out there just like Princess in very similar situations. And are you yeah. aware of many other ministries and organisations like yours that really meet this need and operate in this space of domestic violence victims and, and rehabilitating girls who've come out of trauma? To be honest, not really. No, not in Liberia. There is a home for boys and there are orphanages for under 16-year-olds. But, in fact, some of our girls have actually been kicked out of the orphanage when they turn 16, but they still have nowhere to go. Um, And so, no, there are some people who are looking into this sort of thing, but as far as I can see... We're actually the first ones doing it. And everywhere I go talking about it within Liberia, they say, oh, please, can you come to our area? Can you start one here? You know, there's, we always have a waiting list. There's such a need for it. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously in Australia, domestic violence is a huge issue, one of the largest mm. social issues in our nation right now. And what an encouraging story, Margot, that you have pioneered something there in Liberia that is possibly the only ministry organization really meeting this need and i can only imagine there's so much room for growth because there's so much more need out there there is yeah liberia is one of the poorest countries in the world and so there is a lot of poverty there's i mean there's no welfare system at all so people rely on family support if they don't have their own income and if you don't have family then that's going to be a really big problem for you. So it's exciting to be doing this, actually. I love the impact it's having. And I love the name Home of Hope. And if there's anyone listening right <laughs> now that you are someone with a real heart for domestic violence victims, obviously in comparison to Australia, Liberia does not have much in the way of help. And so maybe right now, Margot, people's hearts are being touched and they want to 
get involved. And I think if they do, your your website is homeofhopeliberia.com. So if they look up that website, they can find yeah. out all about you guys, contact you and, right. and potentially pray yeah. and maybe even support what God's doing through you. We love people praying for us because it's, it's very challenging. It's a challenging thing to be doing. And we certainly, I mean, we're run almost entirely on, on donations. So we're, we're always looking for help with financial support. And, you know, we, we just want to keep it going. We just, we love what we're doing and we, and we just want to keep it going. <laughs> and tell me, do you have any good testimonies of transformation and, and great outcomes in some of the, the lives of these girls and women that you're helping? Let me tell you first about Fatu. So she was a 21-year-old girl, again, an orphan, no parents, no siblings. Um, she developed ovarian cancer. And when I first met her at the hospital, she just sobbed and sobbed. And she, again, she was homeless, living on the street with cancer. And so we took her into Home of Hope and we raised a little bit of extra money for her chemotherapy and she has now received treatment and survived it is amazing she i love her story because i've got a photo of her when i first met her sobbing and another photo of her just with this huge smile on her face um she's now she's graduated from the home she's out working she's got her own little market stall and she's empowered she's now got hope where she had none before that is an amazing story how old is she now She's 22 now, yeah. Gee, and she's been through some hard times there at 22. She's already been through chemo and cancer treatment. And what's another story that comes to mind? So another story would be Rita. So Rita came to us when she was 16 and pregnant. She was actually um, kicked out of home because she got pregnant. She wasn't a Christian when we met her. And um, unwed pregnancies are often kicked out of the family home. So she was eight months pregnant and had had no antenatal care at all. So we brought her into Home of Hope. We took her straight to the hospital for her antenatal checkups. And it was discovered that her baby had um, a deformity. It was actually a baby with hydrocephalus, which means the head of the baby was enlarged. And what that meant was that she would never be able to deliver that baby naturally. And so if she had not come to us, she would have, like many other ladies, attempted to give birth on, you know, on somebody's back patio or maybe on a couch of a friend. And for sure the baby would have died and most likely she would have as well. And so because she came to us, we were able to get her a cesarean section at the hospital and her and the baby both survived. And... I just get goosebumps telling that story because that is a story where Home of Hope has literally saved her life. Incredible. Incredible. That must be so satisfying, so rewarding and so good to be part of God's answer for the world. Now, I believe also you've listened to the Vision Christian Media app while you're in Liberia. Is that true? It's very true, yes. So, yeah, while I was there, I had the the app on my phone. Obviously, I couldn't listen to the radio there, but I loved it. I loved listening to Vision because it was, I mean, it's good content, it's good Christian content, but also it was a little taste of home for me to hear all the Aussies and, yeah, I used to love it. But it's encouraging (laughs) too for our Vision Christian family, all the people who support and donate to the station here because just knowing that there's someone in Liberia making a difference in battered women and battered girls' lives, 
being encouraged through the Vision Christian Media app because we say, you know, our mission or our vision is to help people look to God daily. And the fact that we just helped you look to God a little bit from Liberia is so encouraging. But Margot, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and sharing a little bit of your story. And as we said, people can go onto your website on homeofhopeliberia.com and and check out more, more stories, more testimonies, more information. And hopefully people's hearts have been touched today and want to join you and partner with you in prayer and in financial support. But Margot, all I can say is stay strong, keep doing good, and just praying that God continues to use you wonderfully in that nation of Liberia. Oh, thanks so much, Andrew. Yeah, I really, I mean, I, I appreciate the encouragement. And yeah, I do pray that, that God would touch hearts as well. It's sometimes hard to portray a vision of all the things I've seen, you know, into other people's hearts. So uh, it's been such a pleasure to be able to talk about Home of Hope. I, I love to talk about it anytime. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 